This week's episode of the Screenwriter's Rant Room is brought to you by avgearguy.com. If you have any photos or documents that you need to scan or videotapes or audio tapes or film rolls that you need to import into your computer, check out avgearguy.com. If you mention the name of this podcast, when you order, you'll get 5% off and a portion of your order will go to help support the rant room. All these formats degrade over time and are sitting ducks in the case of fire or theft. Why not convert it all to digital? All of your memories could be stored safely on the cloud or on a hard drive that fits in your pocket. AVGearGuy.com has over 30 years of experience with all kinds of media, digital and analog, and they can accept orders from anywhere in the United States. Don't forget to mention the Screenwriter's Rant Room and get 5% off your order. For more details, visit their website at avgearguy.com. I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Rant Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it right, Chris. 20. 2020. This is, wasn't it 2020? I don't like 2020. It sounds corny to me. It's got to be, it needs a rhythm to it. Needs oh, some wait, little, wait, I thought we were saying it's the Roaring Twenties. No, nah, hell no. Nah. Okay, so nah, fuck it. Corny. Nothing, man. Nothing right now. <laughs> we change it like every four months and shit. You know what I mean? Anyway, you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Uh, Lisa Bolacaja will be coming through any moment, interrupting us in the middle of the damn show. I don't know, whatever her story is. <laughs> and, uh, nah, she was, she's just on the road, on the road again, you know what I mean, out there doing her thug bizzle. <laughs> and then we got my man in the house, Chris Derrick. What's up, man? Yo, the editor coming along, man. I know you still got some shit. No, it's not even that. It's not even that. I know. I, know. I mean, I mean, look, it, look, it, it, it's coming along. It's really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, it's coming. You know what it is? This is what it is, right? The thing that's bothering me is that um, we shot this series earlier. Shot this series <clears throat> in November, mm-hmm. and and I'm just uh, thanks, Nadine. All I can see is what I didn't get. <laughs> yeah, you know, especially with. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah for it's, sure. It's the only, it's, oh, it's, that's it's, wrong. It's the, they it's do. The only thing that like it's just. I mean, look, it's interesting because I, it, you know, I, I approach this with kind of like a different, you know, like obviously we so compromised with the shooting schedules and stuff like mm-hmm. this, but my but my whole agenda was as a filmmaker, I was like, look, I just want you to be emotionally engaged in the piece. So right. that was my only thing I was trying to work for. I was like. You know, I I I I knew I couldn't get all the really cool kind of like 
uh, uh, you know, like uh, flourishes that you want to get and stuff like that. I was like, I can't do that now. Even, so even your whole style, you couldn't do because we had the damn lights at the time. I, I, just everything was just yeah. fucked up. But you know, the people watching it are like they're liking it. You know, I sent it to my, I sent it to the guy who cu- who cut architects just to get his thoughts mm-hmm. on a previous draft, and he, Co- was, Co- yeah, and he was like. <clears throat> it's like it's really, really good. I'm sorry you did this in one day. I said, no, 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 no. I did this in half a day. Yes. You know, and he's like, really? Yes. Um, we shot two episodes in one day. Yeah, it was crazy. Like it's for a web series, so they're a little bit shorter. It's but. crazy. But, you know, I mean, it's interesting to hear other people's opinion on it, you know, and the, and they are, they're, they're, they're interested, they're engaged, right. they're liking it. Um I just know when I watched it, I'm like, God, I didn't get this. I wanted to get this. I wish yeah. we could have done this. Yeah. You know, and then yesterday I was like playing around with like, you know, like some of the color grading and just, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to add these other little flourishes that I know that I'm like, this is what this needs to be higher than what it is. I, I think mean, that, and this is a note for you, uh, Sule, sitting here. We have like a couple of uh, writers um, sitting and listening to us today. <clears throat> um, is... Sometimes you make a plan of something you want to do. You get on the set and you have to adjust. You have to pivot. When we talk about, I'm sure you have to do it. A lot of those videos you guys do, you're like, oh shit, we can't do that. <laughs> you're like, but I think we can do yeah. it. Like, no, bitch, we can't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys can laugh at it. It's, it's totally fine. <laughs> there you go. They all being quiet like they're on the studio audience yeah. and shit. <laughs> Y'all supposed to be in here applauding and shit. <laughs> There's a sign that says applause. No, see, turn it on. Shit. Um, but sometimes you just have to adjust and you have to pivot to the things that you do. Like, we were shooting in this room. It's supposed to be like a waiting room for like an emergency room. And we shot it at a sound stage. Well, the sound stage was kind of a small, it was in Riverside. It was a kind of mm-hmm. a smaller one than you. We didn't have all the crude amounts or whatever. Like, everything that you wanted at the sound stage wasn't really there. And the guy who was the, the stage manager, he misrepresented he did. what was available I mean we had this plan where I was like okay we can make this work if we pre-light the thing the whole if we pre-light the set and I want you to you know so we got these 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 LED tubes to put, in, put into the ceiling and I was like okay cool so just like so just like replace the actual light tubes that are in the you know the fluorescent lights he's like that's no problem no problem I got that down blah 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 <laughs> I was like cool because the plan is going to be that's how we're going to shoot this because we're going to see the ceiling you know, and then, um, so we get there the day before, and he's, you know, and he's late, and then we're trying to set everything up, and and the guy he sent to handle it, to his emissary, you know, like, didn't know how to do anything, mm. and then he came late. Hours are going by. Yeah, yeah hours are going by. He came late, <laughs> he goes, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this. I was like, okay, cool. Me and the DPO just, like, just, just run these, set these up, and we'll be cool. And then I was like, you know what, I have to go and do the shot list now, because it's not ready yet. We get there the next day. It's not done yet. Uh, the they're ceiling, still in there still, hanging. They're, and it's still hanging. Yeah. And he, he's like, oh, by the way, I can't go into the ceiling like I told you I could. Right. And I can't replace the bulbs that you wanted. So I was like, now what are you going to do? Right. So you have to like, you know. So Chris, so Chris, to keep it short, Chris had all these beautiful angles. He likes to shoot like low to high. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Where, But if you do that, as you know, being a filmmaker, you're going to see the ceiling. Yeah. So we had to do this. You had to tilt it back up or you had to adjust the camera so you lose that that, that cinematic look. Right, right. So it was a little little disappointing, but all in all, when we watched it, the way that we cut it, I feel like 
it would have still been more cinematic, but we didn't lose as much of that thought. We no, did. No, no, you know that's, what I mean? That's the thing I was trying to say is that when, to, it's one of these things that you have to just, you have to say as a filmmaker. It's not really what you necessarily think. It's what the audience thinks. If yeah. the audience thinks and watches <clears> and, and is and, and, and is moved, then that's that, that's what you want anyway. You did it, yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. I mean, to me, it's like you can't watch it mm-hmm. and not think about the stuff that you didn't get and that you wanted to do, mm-hmm. things like this. I mean, mm-hmm. I always go back to this. There was this quote that um, uh, George Lucas had said. He said this to like Scorsese like a long time ago. He was like, hey, the first cut, the first cut's good, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because, because that's you, cause you, have, you haven't like dug into the thing yet and right. figured out like really like where it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, I'm happy with it is. I mean, like the new thing, like the title singles, I think is going to be cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was playing with the color yesterday and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're editing it too? No, 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 yeah. um, I, I, I mean, you could have. I could have, but yeah. I, just, I just, I didn't have time. Right. Um, and I'm not getting paid, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just, you know, I mean, it's, it, the, I, I don't know, I'm, we'll see. Yeah. And, and, and then the other movie, you mm-hmm. know, I, okay, so this other movie I shot like two, three years ago, where I kind of had a falling out with the producers, like, like halfway through editing. And it wasn't really just me had a falling out, but my, my brother and I were directing this. Oh, it was originally a pilot. It, it was originally a pilot kind yeah. of thing, and it fell apart. It, just because those guys didn't have the money either. Um, people always talk about, oh, I feel making so cheap now, so cheap now. And it is, but you still need a certain amount of money to, yeah. to, do, to do certain things. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> no one shoots some shit every week. He knows. I yeah. yeah, I mean, I, yeah. for nothing, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, but my stuff looks, I mean, it looks good enough yeah. for what I'm yeah. doing, but if it you're does. doing something that's like, you know, high concept and... Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, the stuff I'm doing, you know, the, you know it's like the, the stuff that I'm doing, it's like I'm at the position now where it's like I need to show my work to current executives at networks. Yeah. So can you, can, can you, if you like this, can you talk me up to the show and I put me mm-hmm. on the show? Yeah. So it has to be that level. Yeah. And when, it, and, and, and when you're trying to do stuff like that with no money, right. you know, or <clears throat> you have some money, but it's, it's not enough for what you're trying to do mm-hmm. but effectively. It, you, you just, you pull your hair out because you're like, everything is, everything is compromised. Mm-hmm. So this, so this, I, we said this thing called bloom several years ago. It, it, it felt there was no money in the, halfway through the edit you know some scabble with the editors I was like okay whatever you know it's gone I know it's, it's not my project mm-hmm. and those guys were very tight fisted about the budget anyway so I was like well you guys are gonna do what you're gonna do um, in October I get this I, I get tagged in Instagram and this guy's like oh these are people that I love working with this year and this guy tags me and I was like I never worked with you this year. <laughs> oh my God. Who? Who? Are, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I do ask him. I said, "Dude, you know, I forgive me. You know, like, who are you? Because I don't remember who we worked with." He's like, "Oh, you know, like, I created your movie called Bloom, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh, so these guys actually like finished the movie?" And um, I said, "Hey, I reached out to the guys. I said, hey, man, can I, I heard the movie's done.' And they go, "Oh yeah, yeah. Here's like stuff on it. It's, it's been in like twelve festivals, and it won some internet best short at some festival in New Netherlands or something like that." And I was yeah. like, "Well, that's cool. Can I see the movie?" And the movie actually turned out like really good. You know, turned out it turned out like a lot better than what I thought. Um, because <laughs> again, like that was the thing where like like like, like they didn't. Get um, Lisa Bolacaja just walked oh, in. By the way, Lisa, how are things? Hey, Lisa. Hey, I had to pull off the freeway down. I was down in Santa Ana, <laughs> and I was on the fifth Friday twenty two, and the rain was dumping so bad I couldn't see. Yeah. So I it's raining. Look, not this here. Is California right. is down that way. <laughs> so literally, it was so bad. I had to pull over and wait like twenty minutes. So I said, "Okay, I'm leaving Santa Ana now at ten because it cleared." 
That's hilarious. So, you know, California, you know, mm-hmm. and snowing up where I work, so. Jeez. Wow. wow. So when I leave here, I'll have to put on some snow boots. <laughs> <laughs> some chains. And some chains. So I have f- those finish, finish your thoughts. Finish your thoughts. So, mm. yeah, so, um, again, these guys, like, like, there wasn't enough money to get, like, an actual generator. Right. We trying to light up this warehouse to do this, this rat, this, this underground rat battle. And I told those guys, like, hey, you know, I was trying to tell them it, it, that it was better to spend money on the generator than to spend the money, you know, like on a drone shot. Because mm-hmm. we could have got a drone shot as like a, mm. as a stock footage. That would have been cool. That, you know, I mean, yeah. there's, there's a drone shot in there. Yeah. You know, that, the op- I mean, just that opening thing, that's right. what they wanted anyway. But I was like, we paid that guy like six, seven hundred dollars, and, and I was like, we could have got that shot for seventy-eight, mm. and we could have put that money into the, the actual generator. For sure. and, and the problem was, is that we, we went and shot this big master of this rap battle with like three cameras going to blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then the power blew out. Oh, fuck. And so then, so so then they had to go. Sound familiar now? You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. In my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, and, and so that means like those guys had to go and they had to reroute all the lighting, and it, we were down for like two hours. Oh, Oh my god they were doing that's that. a lot of but time. the problem was mm-hmm. we shot the master we shot five takes of the master mm-hmm. and it's not gonna match yeah right. the lighting is we don't have as much power anymore and i was like i don't know how this is gonna work i mm-hmm. really didn't know how it's gonna work mm-hmm. um but the, but the, but the, you know the, the editors that's the thing is that people don't necessarily realize is the editors if they're clever right they can really find something and make it work and yeah the guys, and the guys did make it work so awesome that's the best part of I, that's like one of my favorite parts of making shit the editing? Just the editing and yeah. just how you... Do you edit your own stuff too? I edit all my own stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I edit everything. I j- just because I don't have a lot of money and I just I, I went to school for it yeah. and I pay $20 a month to have Adobe... <laughs> I would think you'd use Adobe it. Cloud, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll just do it. And also it's it's like, I mean, I'm, I come from... I played basketball my whole life. Mm-hmm. My dad's a former college basketball coach, so like watching tape is like that was like key in my household. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. now that's what editing is for me. Is like someone who wants to be an actor, who wants to right. better himself as a writer, maybe direct one day. It's if you watch where you're shooting, like you were saying, you could be like, next time I shoot a scene like this, mm-hmm. I know I need to get. I don't have this shots, but like you know there's like four forms of comedy so mm-hmm. it's like there's not going to be that many like right. different types of setups mm-hmm. we're going to do you know it's like two people talking or whatever <laughs> hopefully it's more interesting than that but like <laughs> but like i know I, you get put into the same situation a lot so if i'm watching what i'm what i'm shooting and watching every take i can see how i could shoot it better i can also see like why are you as an actor why are you like blinking your eye uncontrollably right, right, like right. why are you talking to the side of your mouth like right. you need to slow down these words like mm-hmm. you know like uh but then but just like w- when you shoot something and you're like oh, i didn't get it i don't i didn't get what i thought i got and then you can just kind of be like well let's make it it could be this it could even just be like for me i'll shoot like you know an hour of stuff and i'll have like a premise but then if I, it's like not funny or not clear i could be like all right like if i'm gonna put this on like tiktok mm-hmm. what are like what's six seconds of this mm-hmm. that could be like that pretty funny right, right. right you know like and it could just be like just like clear premise and it's like it's three shots and mm-hmm. it's like yeah i spent like 
five hours that day shooting. <laughs> exactly. But then I'll put it on TikTok and like it'll get like ten thousand views or whatever. Right. And I'm like, I don't understand Gen Z at all. But like, <laughs> they liked it. So, but you could like you, what you could just take from it. It's like right. it's like the idea of like nothing's ever a waste. Even if you shoot for six hours and you only have a minute that mm-hmm. you can use. Granted, if you're like trying to sell it to a network, that's a tough pill to swallow. I get that. Um, but if you're like putting it out online, you know someone's gonna see it. Someone's gonna appreciate mm-hmm. it. And you're like, wow, I you I pivoted from the original idea. Just I love how like each step of the process is like its own completely different entity and right. thing. You know. Well, I mean, that's the thing <clears throat> that I feel. Um, you know, because this this is about like about like right. This is about writing, and it's like the thing that I think so many writers don't know is that um, what you wrote is what you wrote. Yeah. But once you bring in the department heads and the actors, it's got to change. Right. Mm-hmm. It's got to change. Sure. And then it's got to change once you start like rehearsing it, because if you know, the thing is, is that you'll hear it on a table read. And maybe you'll feel uncomfortable about something. Yeah, because right? you'll hear it. And, you know, this is me speaking as a director, and, and the writers might not see this. And then you might do it, because we just did this in this thing with Willie. It's like, and then we did a rehearsal, and I felt like, I don't know how to make this work blocking-wise, because this is being said and trying to do all this kind of stuff like this. And then you can raise a, um, you, and you can raise your hand and say, hey, we got a problem here. And then, you know, and you might get pushed back, you might not, depending on what it is. Um, but, th- but then when you have to go and shoot it, and it's not working, right. and then you gotta say, okay, this is what we gotta do. We have to cut all this out, and just jump from here to here. Yeah, you gotta let go. And, 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 it's, gonna, and it's gonna work and change. Yeah. I mean, because it's, cause you, cause you start, you know, if you, sh- if you shot enough, you probably shot out, you know that once you're doing stuff, you kind of feel there's the part that's gonna be on, on camera right there's the you know there I'm gonna need you know, that gonna need shot this, that reaction or, yeah or, 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 or this moment in it and when you get to this part going on here that's gonna get cut on the cutting room floor and it's easier for you to say if you have the ability as the filmmaker to, you know to say let's cut this now let's cut the dialogue now right and the thing that you learn a lot from shooting from being on set one of those things is that you learn how to edit your writing right when you're from yeah yeah from producing um yeah so well let's so let's but let's jump on into the show lisa balikaja is here thank you thank you for the donuts nadine over there and it's all chocolate (laughs) no no there's even that there's clays at the bottom but chocolate is the best. Uh, well, I know I that. I love how it was on top as soon as I came Just for you. Yes. Um, well, let me introduce my man. Since you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it to the show. So we got my man Noah. Is it Finling? Finling. That's what I said. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I, I like, hate correcting people when they bring wait, me up on stage. Where, where is that? I guess it's like I'm like Eastern European Jew, like mm. Polish. I don't know that if that is like Polish though. Sounds like, sounds sounds like, like a, a sci-fi type like, name. Like, like, like Hungarian. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You said Finling? Finling. Finling, yeah. Finling. Okay, <clears throat> cool. Noah Finling, y'all. Actor, writer, producer, yeah. editor. Goddamn, how many hyphen that you got over there? Yeah, doing, I'm doing it all. I'm a yeah. man. I'm, I'm trying to just, if I don't know something, just look it up on YouTube and right. just figure it out. You That's can, smart. You really... You can learn anything. You right. really—it's crazy. Um, After Effects, like all that stuff, um, yeah. oh. you can learn it all. But yeah, my name is Noah, and uh, out here trying to be a comedian mm-hmm. um, this year. So you actually do stand up too? Oh yeah, every yeah. night. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing a lot of stand up. Mm-hmm. 
um, this year I've kind of, um, I don't know if, if you guys ever felt this way, but someone gave me good advice at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I had just actually just got fired from a job. Um, oh, what did you do? What did you do? You know, I don't. What he didn't did? What he didn't did? It wasn't like a firing. I think it's like in Hollywood. It was. I would consider it more of a layoff because like everyone really liked me, but mm-hmm. but did they say get your shit and go? <laughs> yeah, or was it? <laughs> they, they, everyone was like, we really like you. Was like, get the, the fuck out of here. Yeah, eyes. Yeah. I just it wasn't like the right fit for me Um, I was working on a sitcom and it was just I was the writer's assistant and it was just not wasn't the right fit for me. I don't mm-hmm. think I was personality just it wasn't <clears throat> Yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't like anything that was like contentious or anything, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like an old school style of show and I, mm-hmm. I think uh, I've just majority of my time working in sitcoms in LA have been with like a I think a newer um, age of mm-hmm. comedy well, and like and everybody has a re- has a voice and whatever yeah. like and then you're like I got a picture like no bitch you don't speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're really nailing it. Exactly. And we, we don't need to go further than that. I don't want to shit talk anyone but but yeah, it was just like I don't you know and 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 I um, Noah what their name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. unless you get fired, but people say it wasn't a right fit. Yeah. Right. It's just That's exactly No, it's just I got fired and it, go. everyone gets fired. This was like a huge learn thing for me like the last three months I have grown so much as a person from from that setback because I was just like and then I was like I was talking to I ran into a, a very like successful comedian that I admire who's been a mentor to me at a coffee shop and, and she was like how, how you been and I was like I've uh, been good I just got fired from writer's assistant <laughs> and she was like oh my god I got fired as a writer's assistant and I was like this whole fucking town is a bunch of people who've yes. been fired. Like, it's true. Everyone it's gets true. fired. It's that true. doesn't mean mm-hmm. like you're not going to get hired again. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. That doesn't mean you're you have a bad work ethic. I mean, right. it really can just be like it, there's just so many things that it comes down to. But I got fired as a co-EP on a small remember that Go Ninety show I was doing like the day before we started shooting. Really? Yeah. Because my voice is too big. Yeah, I, I, I know mean, exactly what the reason was. Yeah, we were. I tell you, I've been telling you. I'll tell you what the bitches did. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> we was on a set. See, we was about to do the rehearsal with the star. Yeah. So me, I'm in charge of the set. So I walk down. I'm like, okay, everybody, let's get ready. I'm like, you know, to the star. I'm like, get ready. The director comes in. They're like, everybody, let's be quiet. Boom, because we didn't have an AD at the time. We didn't start it. <clears throat> so I'm like running the set. Well, the fucking EPs are in the back. The the suits laughing and drinking coffee and shit so I turn and go hey guys can you guys be quiet so he starts doing it and I hear him in the back I'm like okay I know you guys are in charge but seriously this isn't how we do it yeah that's how I talk to him because I'm like this is business now yeah now we're like you know this is the first time we have to start in the room doing it live and y'all in the back talking yeah you know what I mean yeah and they looked at me like Literally three hours later, they're like, "So we were thinking," and I was like, "Bye, bitch." Yeah, y'all ain't paying me the money I usually make anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean, they called the manager on your ass. Well, they were the manager. They were the managers. Yeah. <laughs> so let me talk about. They didn't like. They didn't like that. Yeah. They didn't like that. These are the suits, right? These. Yeah. This. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but go ahead, Justin. Yeah, no, so, so I'm just saying we all get fired. Yeah, we all. Yeah. I mean, I really like. I mean, I. I just am like a perfectionist and I like really like doing a good job and I really pride myself on like being a team player I like to collaborate like right. everyone has an ego but I really f- I really try to put mine aside when I'm you know working and I I got just like that those first couple of weeks I was like fuck I, I fucked up like mm-hmm. I should have and I think what you know the situation I 
this is, this is a good well, you also think they're going to blackmail you? Yeah, I'm you like, have to do all this. Yeah, crazy they're never going to give me. I'm never. Exactly. I'm literally never going to get a job right. again. It's like nobody even knows who I am. Like, <laughs> like. You literally could have came back the next day. I know. Like, they would have been like, "What's your name?" Like, oh yeah, Nielsen this time. <laughs> but I think like for me, it was a big learning experience because like next time I'm in a situation, any job I have, ask questions you're interviewing right. them as much as they're interviewing for, for you sure. there's certain questions that i could have asked in that initial interview that would have showed me that Noah, this this it seems like a cool job but it's not for you and that's another good thing of like just because it's a cool job and like other people are like that's a cool job you got to right. take that job you really have to like what do you what do you want to be right. like who do you want to be mm-hmm. so at the end of last year a friend of mine gave me this advice of just like think about someone that you admire and like you're like i want to be that person right. and no matter how lofty it is just say it and like think about what they did mm-hmm. to get to where they were and i was like <clears throat> i like I went, I went home that night and I was like, all right, I don't really get what he's saying. Like, that seems stupid. <laughs> and then I woke up in the middle of the night. I like shook my girlfriend. I was like, I got it. I want to be Adam Sandler. Huh. And my okay. girlfriend was like, okay, can you just go back to sleep? Like, <laughs> you're, you have delusions of grandeur. Like, That's you know, but it's like, I, I, it really like, when I said that, I was like, it just made more sense of like, what are the things I need to be doing if I want to... Knowing your comedy, I see it. That's exactly what you're talking about. I mean, that's yeah, what I've just sure. like, and I, and I think like, I mean, he is like, has always been like, huge, I mean, that he's why I started doing comedy. I started listening to his albums mm-hmm. in the 90s and I was like, I just love how silly he is mm-hmm. and he's just like a good break from the chaos of society and sure. just like random and and I was like, that's what I want to be and um, and then I was like, okay, you got to just start making shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I lost that job and and I think in those seven months that I was on, on that show, I have never felt more unfunny in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I was so I mean I, you know a writer assistant job it's a it's a really sought after job it's a great job right. especially if it's on a, a show that wants to hear you, what you have to say mm-hmm. um, but it is it can be very like just sit there don't talk and type for 12 hours you know um, and, and I I'm happy to do that obviously but um, I just left that job and I was like something's not right like I'm not feeling like I'm growing as a writer I'm not yeah I know that the, the, the writer's assistant job is a way for a lot of people to get in, but I feel like it's not the right job for a lot of for certain people. Totally. And I feel like because if you think about the way television like kind of works, it's a little different now. But the way it kind of works is you got to come in and you got to be comfortable being servicing other people, mm-hmm. and certain people have like a large kind of vision mm-hmm. and a large kind of like, I want to be th- like, this is why I'm here to do this. This yeah. is my purpose is, is entertained this way or whatever it is. And it's, and it's not, it's not right for you to have to put yourself in that situation because you're not fully being utilized. Right. Like the skills you had, the skills that not you, but the skills that one has is like, like you can't use it. And it yeah. might be three or four years of you, not being able to use your skill yeah. because they're saying this is the route to do to get where you want to be as opposed to maybe what you're doing now you're creating your own stuff and that is like allowing you because here's a fact that I'm hearing about you so you can direct your stuff you can write your stuff you, you can act in your stuff 
that makes you like not the right person to be a, to, to be a writer's assistant. Yeah, it's like there's too much there's too much creative energy in you. Yeah, to be in that shop. But yeah. I think you like know? for me, so I've been my day job out here for the last five years. I've been an assistant of some sort, you know, and. I can't do that shit. I tried to do. I'm just talking about that. I've whole this. This is the thing. I have the whole thing about this because just so much about it. But it's like I tried to do assistant thing for like one time for like three months. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. It's like I can't. It's the right way in for a lot of people, not for me. Well, you know. know, So it's like, but when on this most recent job, I was like, and I really don't. Anytime I hear my brain start to have like just any sort of ego of like, maybe I'm too talented for this job. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you stupid idiot. Like, so, but I was feeling that. I was like, I don't feel like I'm, I just feel like I'm kind of withering away here. And I'm like, I would get home. You should be growing. You should be growing. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't writing while I was on that show. I was, Mm -hmm. I was barely doing stand up, and, and it was all like, but if I can get staffed off this job, then I'll be able to go back to those other things. But then I like, again, if I had asked more questions, I had heard that, you know, the person I replaced had been there for years and there was, and never got promoted, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's okay, you know, I guess. But I was like that, I don't well, want to be in that it's, situation. It's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's okay, but it's not okay because you're right. You got to ask that question. It's like, you got to say to yourself, is there growth? Right. Is there growth? Mm-hmm. Like who does this? Because there are the, the job of the assistant <clears throat> It's I mean, like it's not necessarily for you to to, to jump to the next thing. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they do do that, mm-hmm. but it's not that. It's so. less common. They're the last I, person they hire. They hire them like two or three days before. Yeah, yeah. So clearly they don't care. They don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, <clears throat> like I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I was like, you know, I see people like they want this job and they it's such a big thing and blah blah blah. I can get in this thing. And I was like, you know, um. Warren Buffett's assistant makes like, you know, like low six figures. Good, good, good money. Good yeah. Money just for his yeah. assistant. But she's been an assistant for fucking like five, or like, probably like 15 years. Yeah. 20 years. But she's not trying to be, she's mm-hmm. not trying to be Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah. But most people in this Some industry, people are professional assistants. Some people, yeah. yeah. Sure, and, sure. And most people who come in this industry, <clears throat> well, now they want to be Warren Buffett. Right. But they go, I got to be the assistant to Warren Buffett to be Warren Buffett. Right. No, no, not necessarily. Right. There's other ways to do it. You mm-hmm. should do it, you know. I mean, look, that woman, you know, the woman who did that show was called, was it called Milf? Smilf? Smilf, yeah. Smilf? Frankie Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't, I mean, look what she did. She shot that shit and, and, short. and, and shortened and boom, there it is. Yeah. Right. Be, now, now, she doesn't have the personality probably to be an assistant for a long period of time. Right, right, right. It's mm-hmm. like, because she can create shit and just, and on camera. I'm, yeah, I'm really good at like, um, like, eh, eh, kind of grinding my teeth out of like a terribly toxic situation. <laughs> um, I could stay, I like I would be great in a prison of war camp. Like That's I hilarious. can just stay and be tortured and take it like like I, I some more please I hope that's part of your I hope that's part of your no it is not. this is good hilarious I'll, I'll listen to this and I'll put this hilarious. in my I'm like really good at making I mean it's like I've stayed in like bad romantic relationships for way too long like cause I'm like I'm getting one thing here but the 20 other things I need I'm not getting you know but that one thing is good I yeah. mean you know it can be yeah it can be so yeah. but, there's, yeah. but there's that moment where you're like god damn it's not good enough yeah, yeah. but it's not the shit Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 my first five years, I was like, yeah, I was in the mailroom at a talent agency. Then I was on a 
and motion picture literary agent's desk. Mm-hmm. And that was, a, you know, incredibly, I mean, I was, um, what's his name from Entourage? I was Lloyd. Really? I really like, That's I was hilarious. treated like that. I was, <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was insane. But like, for those first five years, I did get a lot in doing that. I think it was like, I came out of college and I think I was like, thought I was great mm-hmm. and no no one's great when you come out of college you're just not you, you need to be humbled and you Sule. need I'm sorry I mean you might be talented but you need to be I needed to be humbled yeah. I need someone to tell me to shut the fuck up right. and start reading and start trying to learn and, and listen to people and so you know those first five years I was what I was getting in those job experiences is like a bit of mentorship mm-hmm. that I love I mean my dad's a coach and I'm like a coach's son and I always <laughs> seek out I probably put I probably romanticize my bosses and, and mentors in a, in a way that's like I expect them all they're all gonna be like Gene Hackman and Hoosiers like, <laughs> right, they're right. all gonna like have like they're gonna be the <laughs> they're gonna have a speech they're gonna have yeah, a speech, yeah. Yeah. Have a speech. And, and, and I think <laughs> and not and one thing I learned is like not everyone's like that right. not everyone cares about you and you need to you you know that's why you shouldn't stay at a job too long if you if you're like giving so much to this person but they're not giving to you mm-hmm. it, it's take what you can and then move on to the next yeah. job you know so I go ahead Okay, so I was like <laughs> mouthful of food. So you know, at the agency, I learned. I was like, I read every single comedy client's half hour pilot. Smart. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. I had access to it. I read it. I even reached out to agents and I was like, Can I meet with this writer? Like, yeah. would you set this up? And a lot of them like, Of course, they would love. Mm-hmm. I mean, right as writers, we're incredibly insecure. We'll take a compliment from anywhere. Right. You, you gotta know? be bold, though. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta be bold. Yeah. So yeah. I I met with some, and then I was like, and then that helped me be like, Okay, maybe I should go work for a writer. So mm-hmm. then I then I after that job, I went and worked for a showrunner for about three years, and we were in a deal ABC Studios, mm-hmm. and that was a really nice experience. He was a very nice human being. Mm-hmm. He treated me well. That's important. He wasn't, I don't think he, he was in the right state of mind to be like, let me champion you because I think he had a lot of his own shit working on, okay. which is great. But I, I wasn't in a place to be championed yet. Like I okay. needed to learn more. Right. Um. So well, okay. Now, although they so think they are, right, don't they? Yeah, they're like, yeah. I got a job with you. Can you read my script tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this, so this is the thing you said about the job. It just yeah. reminded me. I, just, I, wanted to read, I couldn't remember what I was gonna say, but it's like the thing that you want at your job is there's two things you want at a job that you know if you want to stay there. Is that you want acknowledgement? I'm sorry. You want appreciation mm-hmm. and you want recognition. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're different things, yeah. you know. And I think that most people don't. I think most writers don't know how to. Uh, give that to other people, right? Because they're not—they're not used to doing it. For the—I mean, like they're like you said—they're—they're they're, they're, like they're asking for compliments themselves all the time. They yeah. don't know how to say, "Hey, good job for doing this." Blah blah blah. Hey, I value like you being here. Yeah, and there's, and there's two different things. True. Yeah, you know, True. um, and it, and it's so out of place for writers to to bestow that because mm-hmm. they're so they're so thirsting for it all the time. Yeah, themselves. it's it's hard. It's hard to recognize that. But this this person like was doing that, so I was like stayed in this job. He's a nice guy mm-hmm. and he really was like the first I mean in, in college you know I study screenwriting but there's just like only so much you yeah. can learn you have to like start those, writing those are just fundamentals yeah those are not the truth right. but the he truth. like got into the what's the he really got he rolled up his sleeves with me and really was like this is not working your pilot and this is what you and you know just like mm-hmm. do's and don'ts from like a tenured sitcom veteran so that was like super helpful and then that job ended and i was like okay i'll go work on a show but then it was it was i was starting to realize the personal assistant job if the person is nice for me works because you usually have like freedom to do your own thing Mm -hmm. you get a mentor 
if you want that. Right. And but it's not like you're in this room for twelve hours a day and you're not leaving. You know, there's a bit of right. more flexibility and freedom than when you go and work on a show as the writer's assistant. Um, if you're working on a show that's not or there to try to promote you soon, mm-hmm. um, it's draining. It's just a lot of like taking. And I've been like 2020. I just want to. I I don't want to give so much and I'm not getting anything, anything back. back. Yeah. Like. I spend five years really giving to these like high level billionaires, you know, <laughs> and it's like I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take some. Like right. I deserve to take a little right. bit, yeah, you know. For sure. So that's when I like when I got fired. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna start making stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I that's what I in high school. It's like how my entry. how long have you been making these videos? I've been like aggressively making videos for the last like year and a half. That's a good word. Yeah, just like like being obsessive about it. My first five years, I was an assistant and then I was doing a lot of Mm. stand-up. It was more like I was writing and performing, but I wasn't shooting anything. And when I, about a year and a half ago when I was like, I need to start shooting stuff, I was kind of beating myself up being like, how come you haven't been doing this earlier? But I think what I needed was like, I needed to like write a lot. You have to have something to say too. Yeah, I needed sure. something to say. I needed to write a lot. I needed to like going on stage every night and doing stand up was like th- help me be like, oh, this is what I think is funny, okay. mm-hmm. and this is what my voice is and my style of comedy. So then when I started to make my own stuff, it was I think they're coming from a, a, a some sort of a brand, mm-hmm. like some sort of a similar, right. and it's really just like a, a silliness that right. I that I love. <laughs> so. <clears throat> yeah, it's like nothing is a waste. You know, like those first five years I, I was out here not shooting, I was like writing and performing so that I could get to this point mm-hmm. where I can start making stuff. So you basically, you're trying to cultivate your own voice, that thing you want to say. Because one of the things I was listening to as I was driving up here, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, was, was, I think it was National Public Radio, and they were just talking about comedians. And I started thinking about a lot of the shows that I think are poignant now that I've been watching um, have been... The comedy shows, and we right. talk about them all the time, mm-hmm. like Fleabag, mm-hmm. and, you know, chewing gum, and all those those really smart comedic voices that really have something to say mm-hmm. that's unique. And what I really want you to get into now, Noah, is talking about in terms of creating your voice. Like, what is unique about? I mean, I, I I agree. I think I need a little bit more silliness in my comedy and things that I'm interested in to kind of lighten the load because that's what we go for comedians. I for like anyway. irony. I like we I like irony to think. And yeah, yeah, like or that little... uncomfortableness, kind yes. of like with um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, that kind of like it's cringy, but yeah. I can't stop watching that. Right, you know, right. when it was on. Like, so what is it that you really want to do? I mean, you talked about Adam Sandler being kind of like the inspiration of what you're looking towards, but as you're finding your voice, what exactly? are you thinking about bringing to to comedy with your work that for people like me who are kind of like relying on you yeah <laughs> to bring joy to my yeah. life i think uh you know? that's a great question i mean i mean like i i feel like vulnerability is like a big part mm-hmm. of my like presence on when i'm performing stand up like mm-hmm. all my jokes are like pretty vulnerable mm-hmm. like so it's like about you a lot of yeah it's usually this? about me and it's usually like or it's like something through that i've seen or it's like i'm just gonna um i don't want to talk about anything that's not an extension of myself because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear my political takes you know right, like right. nobody they don't need to there's smarter people who are gonna offer that to the world what i can offer is like yeah i'll i will wear my heart on my sleeves mm-hmm. on stage it'll be funny and uh, hopefully you can relate to some aspect of it. So I think. Well, I mean, look, <clears throat> the comedy that is the, the funniest 
I don't say the funniest, but but really good comedy is when the comedian, you know, like puts himself out there to be naked. Yeah, and whatever, and and they they're really good at like having a way to do that mm-hmm. in a way that's funny. I mean, you know, like I was rewatching one of these Dave Chappelle specials the other day, and he's like he's talking about how this time is that that like his wife was mad at him. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, she's mad at me because I got this tape in the mail. Of me having sex with this other woman, mm. but, he's like, but, but he's like, but this is before I was married. This is before <laughs> yeah. I was married, <laughs> and then he's like, okay, that's fucked up. And yeah. he, he goes, but he's like, but that's not why she's mad. But she's mad at me because I started jacking off before I threw the tape away. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and then, but he's like, but, but he's like, really, that's not why. That's, that's not why she's mad at me. She's mad at me because the next, the next day, a tape comes in the mail saying, "I got your ass." And he, and he's like, a tape posted in these tapes. He puts a tape in, and it's a, and it's, it, it's me jacking off to me, like jacking off to my tape. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's a fucking fucking gag. <laughs> and it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable shit. It's yeah. like, so okay, vulnerable. You're talking that's about you fucking up. You know? right. Yeah. Right. So, um, just uh, stuff like that. That's funny. And yeah. that's, I mean, that that's what makes. Comedy. <laughs> I mean, it's like I think this yeah, is like right. earlier on when I started doing stand up. I I realized this of just like like I think earlier I was like trying to be more like Seinfeldy, where it was like, mm-hmm. how many jokes can I write about you know Twizzlers? And right. it's like, do you know how fucking funny you have to be to write good jokes about, about Twizzlers? Twizzlers? Right. I'm not that funny, and I don't like Twizzlers, <laughs> so funny. I'm not I that funny. I don't like funny. my Twizzlers. I'll be sitting is like, mm. <laughs> and, and for it to be like, right, look, you have, you're right. You have, you have to be, you have to be like, I mean, genius. You have to really yeah. be a genius yeah. to like how many. Also, like I'm gonna say something that nobody's ever said because if you're not doing that, why would you say it mm-hmm. on stage? Um, I mean, you're sociopath if you're mm. saying things people have said. <laughs> right. But 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 it but then if you just talk about yourself, one I think like at the very least you're gonna be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch a stand up and they're like doing the Twizzler jokes or whatever, I'm like you have to one you have to be so funny and two I'm just like bored. I'm like well, I want to know you. Like mm-hmm. who are you? Right. If you start talking to yourself. I'm gonna be so much more intrigued and wanting to listen. Right. Well, see, um, okay, so you know, it's interesting. I, this is, what, I think, this predates what this is about. But you're right. Is that I'm watching that show called um, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. And it's like she gets up there and she talks about her life and mm-hmm. she's drunk and she's talking about how fucked up her life is, mm-hmm. you know. And then and it's true. Yeah, and it's fuck. And you mm-hmm. and, and we, the audience. Mm-hmm. See what her—I mean, the viewers see what it is, and, and this, and she, and she knows how to like spin what what we just seen and put it on stage in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. But when she, but but, but but when she didn't feel comfortable about that, was kind of do like these more blander jokes. The audience was just going, "Fuck you, bitch, get off stage." Yeah, you know. But it's interesting because I was like, that's not what comedians were doing in the fifties, really. No. So it's an interesting kind of take to, to to see how they're kind of like they're melding like stuff that makes comedy work now mm-hmm. and setting in the fifties setting. But you're right; it's that stuff that really makes people interested because, yeah, you know, it's the thing I say all the time. It's like the thing that we want from people when we meet them to have a connection with them is. <laughs> to know something about their you know this vulnerable that's mm-hmm. like show me about you yeah but that's the last thing they want to show you yeah when you meet yeah. someone they're like I, I'm not yeah, telling you about how I got you know this kind of mm-hmm. shit like this you just don't want to tell you that you know but that's the one thing that, that that's the one thing that'll make the connection be instantaneous yeah you know so it's interesting I was, and, and, and that's how c- comedians like really bring you in right. yeah I was, I was thinking about how it must also be a little difficult where <clears throat> like you you're you're building this following yeah right? trying to yeah it's building. It's yeah. building. I'm, I'm seeing it grow, and and you see. So you're like, oh, okay. So I do these type of videos where I talk about this, yeah, and I get ten thousand people, for example, yeah. 
I'll do this when I get 20, right? I do this when I get four, yeah. right? And you go, okay, so I'm gonna stick with that one because everybody liked that thing. Yeah. And you get kind of caught up sometimes yep. into pleasing them. Right. right. Instead of this being is, I love you feel me? Yeah. And you lose a little bit of yeah, that right. thing you came to do in the first right. place. So I shot, uh, I put out a video two weeks ago that got like 85,000 views right. on Twitter. And it's like, it's called Every Younger Sibling in a Fight. And it's just right. like, all like if you've ever been in a fight I'm a younger sibling and it's like all you just get so dramatic and you right. say shit you don't mean and you're like, I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that because I'm the elder sibling and you younger siblings are a hot mess <laughs> so dramatic and I mean, the I fact like, that you acknowledge that like, I accept your apology I've like accused my brother of wanting me to die like obviously he doesn't want that okay. but like but that video it got a lot of views and like people were tweeting at me mm-hmm. and reposting it and then this week I posted a video that I think is so much funnier mm-hmm. about I just like it's basically like I. It's a casting couch parody. I think that's funny. And I'm yeah, just yeah. like, and I'm auditioning for yeah. casting couch, and I'm just blowing it, and right. I don't have the right answers, right. and I'm just embarrassing myself. And that is way funnier than me, but that only got like three thousand views. Right. So it's like because it's specific, right? It's that's too specific. Why. It's too. The it, other one talks to the entire world. Entire world, yeah. That's but this one's funnier to me because it's right. like I. That felt like. Of, like a little bit more who I am, yeah, like. I mean, well, I, I, but it's it going to hit like it's, those it's, of us who yeah. like that part. Yeah, like, yeah, but it sounds like it's dealing with something that is in your sphere about what you're dealing with now. Whereas mm-hmm. the sibling brother thing, it's probably been going on for you for your entire life. Yeah, so yeah. Like, Everybody yeah, can relate but, to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, just, I'm not saying that that's true, but I'm mm-hmm. saying, but for you, what doesn't seem as funny is because you know what? I know this fight for the last 20 years. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's kind of boring to me. Yeah, that's true. It's interesting. It's an interesting spin on it. But it's not as like present to what I'm doing now. I kind of I feel the same thing about that show BoJack Horseman. Like people who watch that show, I just started that. We were just silly and they were just talking about this this morning. Like that show's fucking hilarious. It is. It is dangerous. See, I think it's corny as fuck. It's it's, it's so fucking heart 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 damaging to me. But I'm like, how many motherfuckers who don't live in Hollywood even like this show? Yeah. But it's on season five, so motherfuckers must like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't want to follow it's an, acquired, it's an acquired taste Yeah It is an acquired taste I try How much have you watched it? <laughs> like three episodes No 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 no, 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 I can't I, can't. I, can't. I, can't. I just can't Look, just can't. It, it, Come the, on The second half of the first I'm season a, It switches Hey it dog It becomes this deep Listen, I'm a grown shit. ass man dog <laughs> I ain't trying decide. to see it <laughs> He doesn't like it <laughs> I just started it last night Did you really? Literally I literally was like I didn't feel like going to bed And I was just like Let me just throw something on I just watch Because I have a lot of friends A lot of my friends Especially assistants Are like this how do you not watch the show? And I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And I was like, I- I'm going to like it. I can tell. I'm, I'm, look, the first three, four, the first first half of the first season, it, it's, they're, they're one-offs. Yeah. And then the, he switched it and said it becomes a serialized, serialized. drama. Oh, does it really? so fucking dark yeah. and Fine. dangerous That's and what fucked I hear. up and funny. <laughs> this yes. motherfucker it's right here. Yes. Yes. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> just stick with it. I tell people all the time. Just stick with it a little longer. Just a little longer. At the end of the third season, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. This motherfucker's breaking my heart. I ain't watching it. <laughs> okay. It's so fucking yeah. hard. Yeah. I have to watch it in like little increments. Yeah, because it's so hard. Do you do you long for the pussycat girl? Is that what it is? No, it's just like, it's just, that um, the guy it's it's fucked up because you're like you know what I mean fucking human it's a fucking horse and you are <laughs> but his but his pain is so real right and I mean what's his name who does the voice uh, Will Arnett yeah. he even says he doesn't really like doing it because it like it, he brings that home the 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 psychological damage of the mm. he brings it home it's so palpable mm-hmm. that but it's so fucking good it's written so well I, I don't, can't wait to I, get into I don't, the I don't yeah. know why. I mean, the whole secretariat, it's just, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. But what so you were good. saying of like, 
<clears throat> yeah, that video did really well. Mm -hmm. But like that, I can't let that be a gauge on like w what I'm gonna do next. It has to just be like what it like. It had every idea is like, oh, this is this is funny. Right. Like I like this, <laughs> and if it happens to be something that appeals to a lot of people mm -hmm. that's awesome mm -hmm. but if it doesn't that doesn't mean like this video that got 3,000 views like I will say there's a brief moment the day I post it when it only gets 3,000 views and I'm like I fucking suck like, <laughs> for sure. I suck I'm not funny some people wish they only had three okay listen that's, right. that's what you lose yeah listen. for sure but it's like but that, but then I'm like but I like it and mm -hmm. that's all that matters right. and I'm gonna put out another video next week right. I'm tr my goal is to try to do a, one a week wow that um, I don't yeah. know how long I'll be able to keep up with that because yeah. I don't want it to feel pushed or forced yeah. like right. I do want sure. I do want it to at, le at the very least be like I think this is funny um but yeah, man, I can't. You can't let what everyone thinks is funny dictate what you're right. making or saying because it's well, just the thing that I was going to piggyback off of that is <clears throat> we've been doing this podcast for what, six years or something. Yeah, that's what you're telling me. It's crazy, and 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 it's funny that there are some episodes you assume, oh, we got this big showrunner coming on, right? This is going to be gonna a crush. huge. Yeah, I mean, it does okay, but the one where we're just talking shit. Does way better than you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you just never you just know never which know. one is the one that's going to do. So I've learned to just be like, don't put any any stamp on. Oh, this is going to be a yeah, huge episode. Have no expectations. You know, have no, no expectations. expectations. You, yeah, yeah. That you know what? It's the whole thing that we you know that you were saying about being a perfectionist earlier. It's the thing about you have to do as an artist in this business. The thing that will keep you sane is. You can only you have to focus on what you can control. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't control who's gonna like your shit. Yeah. So you so don't focus on that. Just mm -hmm. do the work, like you said. Do the work. Like if you do the work and you know it's good, and it's and it's hitting hitting your internal you know like meter of like making me feel good, making you feel good, yeah. and you know what, and, and my level of like ah, I want this to be this way. If, if, if you're if you're passing that threshold, then that is like. Like that's all this owed you, mm -hmm. you know. There's a, who said this one time? Um, who wrote fucking Ma Jitney's thing? You know, the the, the August Wilson. Mm -hmm. August Wilson said about writing, the only thing you're owed is the work. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not owed anything else. So do the work, <clears throat> right. do the best as you can, and then keep keep it going. Because right. you can't. I mean, you know, I mean, that's I mean, a really good point. I don't mean, it's great. To, that's a really good point. You're not even owed it. Everybody thinks, oh, well, I finished the script, so shouldn't I be I selling should, it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. No, Interesting. Just, yeah. Just, I saw I finished my book. Yeah. Right. So, you no, know you're, I mean? o you're only owed the work. Right. So do the work. Keep doing mm -hmm. that. That's if you're serious. Right. If you're not serious and you want something else, if you, if you want fame or you want to sell the book or you want blah, 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 blah then that might or may not happen but that's, but, but, but that's going to be short lived and right. you're not going to get what you want and, you, and then you're not going to be satisfied with what you want because you are going to um, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean there's a really fascinating thing I was listening to uh, some podcast I don't know what the fuck this was where it was but um, Shirley Manson was on you know singing mm -hmm. from Garbage and she was talking about how when she was doing with the height of Garbage's day and she signed with some label in the States and you know she's from like some small town in Scotland and you know and the people would come there and go oh my god you're fucking selling 25,000 copies of your album a week <laughs> and she's like I'm fucking killing it I'm fucking killing it and they go yeah but you know what fucking oh, why is more set selling 40 exactly. and, she'd be, and they'd be like why are you telling me this shit exactly. I can't do anything about that right. 
you know but yeah. I'm selling 25 I mean I'm be, be good with mm-hmm. that yeah you know, like you might just be the person who sells 25,000 right. you know that's if you, fine if you do it and you're fine you're fine yeah you, know, you can't you there's know, work for someone who sells yeah, 25,000 a week yeah <laughs> like, you're good you'll be okay like, exactly so, you can always be doing better you can yeah, how many know? bands wish they were just doing that thank you yeah. exactly thank you. Yeah. what's that the the band member of uh, I think he was supposed to be in Metallica and he got kicked out and then he joined he started oh, Megadeth oh, yeah yes, and he forever was like has always been like I'm not at Metallica but right. like Megadeth is like a huge metal yeah, band they still tour they still yeah. have stadiums yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's like, like yeah. if I think you can't have those the only expectations going back to your point is like right. I'm gonna work so hard and I'm gonna put in all of my effort into this and then I'm gonna release it into the world and I'm gonna move on to the next idea I mean perfect example <laughs> I mean I've been listening to John and Craig and for years before we even started this podcast you know and same thing with Children of Tendu and Pilar all these people and you can't like I heard an episode maybe two years ago where Craig said oh we only get like 15,000 you know people you know who listen to our our podcast you know an episode now they're up to like 85,000 or something you know what I mean and it's funny and I was I was criticizing myself going dude you know you're only doing three you're only doing two you only whatever the number is yeah and then I went yeah but my audience is my audience yeah you know what I mean it's who loves us who listens to us and that's that's who we're gonna find yeah and they're just broader because their faces of fucking Hollywood first of all right, yeah. you can't compete with that yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and so once I took that off it actually let you know I, I, it just it just totally relieved me of 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 comparing yourself yeah you we do it all we, we all do it we all have all our friends Chris and I have watched Lena blow up yeah. you know from nothing to something yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so it's it's funny we have it all around us every day but you have to go you know what that's theirs what's mine yeah you know what I mean yeah you really have to especially as, uh, me as a stand up I'm like really always and I talk about this in therapy I'm just like don't anytime you have that thought of like but they're doing this and they're <clears throat> don't you're just wrong totally. you're so Please. wrong just stop they're you have no idea what their life is yep. they could be their mom could be in the hospital like you yep. don't know what they're going through don't yep. oh you don't know, worry about yeah. it yeah. and it's I mean, only I mean, because on on the internet we only promote the positive right right, right, oh, right. So it's always so, the, so, so, the good stuff there's a book i love it's called um it's not how good you are it's how good you want to be. Oh, mm-hmm. you've talked about this before. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, was look, I was looking at it because I look at it every year and uh, I, I was looking at it again the other day and I was, it, was, it was this, and there's a quote, there's one page about like Victoria Beckham mm-hmm. and this goes back to your point about um, about Adam Sandler and, and she was like, I'm not trying to be as famous as a person. Mm-hmm. I want to be as famous as like Tide. <laughs> Damn! Because if you say some yeah, shit, that's true. You say some shit like wow. that, like like Tide or yeah. Xerox. I'm, yeah. I'm on my name like on that level. Yeah. That's a whole different time of Completely. different kind of thing. Yeah, you know. I mean, she mentioned something that it was like it was, it was a version of not Tide, but the version in the UK, like mm-hmm. that the number one brand. And it's like that's like, and that's where she wants to be. Right. And 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 if, you, and if but you think about it this way, it's like. So then she's never comparing herself to anybody. Yeah. She's only comparing herself to like the popularity Mm -hmm. of that brand. Right. Not, so I don't know, I don't care what the fuck they're doing or they're doing this or they're just like, you know what? If you talk about me on the level Mm -hmm. of fucking this and and look at it, people fucking know Posh Spice on on that level. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they know Victoria Beckham with the B on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like (laughs) you better have some respect for that shit. So it's it's, it's interesting. That reminds me of, I always think about Chris Rock when he talks about the the rich and the wealthy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He talks about if, uh, uh, Warren Buffett had Oprah's money. He would yeah. kill himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Christ yeah. like no yeah. <laughs> meanwhile we'd be like can we just Is have, that, can like, I have a, I'll take it a look. quarter yeah. <laughs> well you know everybody can't be Beyonce but yes there's always Solange and mm-hmm. Solange yeah. has her audience and right. she knows her lane and does what she needs to do right. and a lot of times when you're an artist and you're comparing yourself you're just gonna get yourself depressed and sucked in and I'm not doing you have to do what you do because you never know I always tell people all the time whatever seeds you're planting you never know who you're inspiring you never know who's watching your stuff mm-hmm. and something later down the line may come down yeah. that you weren't even expecting now with that in thought yeah most times I'm, when we talk to comedians or, or comedic writers, we always talk what's the hardest part of being a comedian, doing stand-up and writing comedy. For me, I want to ask you, what's the scariest thing mm. about, because I think it's vulnerable yeah, to put you're a video up there out, by yourself. By yourself, putting yeah, it up true. there. Yeah, you know, I think the being vulnerable you? used to be scary to me, but I just, I mean, I've just like, I'm just leaning in so much now that I mm-hmm. just don't care anymore. <laughs> um, so like that, it doesn't scare me as much, but uh, interesting, it's like, or even with the writing, like what? Yeah, um, I feel like it's just like, wh- th- but th- what's scary is like this is probably not something I should be thinking about. But I really, w- I have this like sort of a s- obsession. I think a lot of comics have, but like I want to be seen as a fucking comic, you know? Like <laughs> right, right. I want to be respected, and <laughs> yeah. like I'm scared, like I'm not gonna be respected. Mm. Um, mm. But like I don't, you you shouldn't do things to. For, I don't yeah. think you should that's he, he ain't even made it yet he's worried about the bullshit yeah like, yeah, I haven't like, even made it yet it's like why don't you make it and figure it <laughs> you're, out you're, like, already, you're already plotting your PR like how am I yeah. gonna turn this around it's like let's get there first yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> you gotta get like you gotta get there first so it's like yeah I guess I'm getting scared I'm not gonna be respected by my peers mm-hmm. but like the people who love me will love me and the people who don't will never mm-hmm. like me so it's like you can't really worry about that but I think that's something I get, mm-hmm. I get scared about like yeah, there's, like, there's. I was I was watching a, a video that Lena Waithe posted the other day on her um, Instagram, and it was be- so beautifully said the way she said it. I actually was like, "Oh, girl, that shit was off the chain." It was something I'm paraphrasing. <clears throat> she was in the middle of. She was on on stage. She was talking to somebody. They were showing this one little segment, and she was talking about how when she what was a Gina Prince Brythewood she used to work for. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I remember working for her," and she'd be like, "Oh, we're going to the award show," and I'd be in the back going, "Okay, we'll see you guys." You know, one yeah. day I'm gonna go. And she said, and then one day she came and she's like, "One day you're gonna be there." And she's like, "Yeah, right, whatever," you know. And she's like, and "Next thing you know, I got invited." And then I I was way in the back, and everybody else was in the front. Yeah. She said, "But just this week, I was sitting in the front row." You know, but it was this beautiful ladder of the rung you know coming up slowly about how we all wish even those people who you see seen in the front row five years ago were in the back row listen listen, y'all you know listen y'all the best row is the back row oh totally i'm just letting you know because you can see everything (laughs) you hear everything you get the good gossip you get the camera on you you, so you could be real about your express i'm just telling you (laughs) yeah i'm just telling you the back the back like if I was a famous person who got like if I was like getting for screenwriting mm-hmm. I sit in the back because I'd have that long walk to the front if I want <laughs> yeah. but I want to get like the, I want to hear what the real people I want to hear what the real people are saying why, in the back that's yeah. why they don't have I you in the back because they don't always say walk Lisa hang they're not the, letting you walk long I want to hang with the <laughs> below the line I want to hang with the below the line people who really she make that shit happen threatening and shit you better not cue that music yet crip walking crip walking through the thing the San Diego version of Seawalk the Logan Heights version like what but she's halfway to the stage and accepting for Lisa is gonna be and then let's go to commercial that's what's gonna happen you take taking too much time now let me ask you this now did I answer your question yes you did but I want to throw something out to you because 
it was once again because you know I listen to my radio shows right. and it was something that comedians back in the past didn't really have to deal with this but because of social media people are easily accessible to you so the moment you put something out you can get blowback and mm-hmm. pushback immediately and in terms of talking yeah, about that sucked that wasn't even funny yeah or yeah. certain <laughs> topics like as a comedian nowadays I would say in the last I mean how long has Twitter been around since 2009 mm-hmm. so within the last 20 years like for comedians shit is different because now people are making jokes and most comedians say this they say that well you know the joke is funny mm-hmm. we're gonna say it anyway whether it's quote unquote politically correct or whatever but it's like man some people got like yoked up real mm-hmm. quick yeah. on certain topics and things that have been happening sure. recently do you ever feel like if you're putting something out there I guess it's, it's kind of along the line of the fear question but do you worry about like putting something out there and they it's not received or, something or, what? or it's not I just know I just worry about people having the freedom to express themselves yeah. and to say things that they think are funny without it's, so you saying without it should becoming be. a death threat like it I'm coming be, to right. your house it's, it's hard now right. it's hard now I mean I, I, I don't know if you experience this but I look at this all the time and I, I, and I lament what's going on is that you people can't make people can't say certain things anymore I mean there is punching down and punching up and yeah. there are certain things that are like dude that was yeah, yeah, that well, was not cool yeah, okay, well look, you see look, what happened to Gail King yeah yeah, yeah. They, they went got, in yeah they really but they didn't go him. but they didn't go in on wait wait, wait wait they didn't go in on Bryant Gumbel and everybody else near. they didn't go in on everybody yeah. else who did the same thing well, look, I'm just Snoop saying Snoop damn there gave her a green light I'm just saying God if you're gonna come for black women you need but, to come for everybody yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, that's all I'm saying no this and if you're gonna say with your chest I thought it was disrespectful this was funny I don't think it was necessary this was funny she's a reporter that's what they do about the Gil Key thing yeah they ask questions so I read something where um Oprah was on some show and she was that. talking about what, and she said Bill Cosby's tweeting from jail and, and I said I'm, I'm saying I'm saying, who, who was tweeting who, from jail who the fuck is you know why because he ain't in a real jail yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. how does he have a how can <laughs> he right? tweet how can because he got a phone brother, bitch yeah, that's why Lil Ray Ray Lil Ray Ray and them brought it in to their ass gave him the phone here you go on computer okay look hold on hold on let me wipe that up how the fuck is Bill Cosby from jail. What the fuck is this shit? And somebody else typing it for him. Like, good lord. He had no real jail. Shit. You ain't in real jail. They ain't no real. No, no one said I'm. I've been in real jail. You cannot put a phone up here. Wait, I'm telling you, cannot do it. They make. They always. I mean, they want to see what's up there. They can't. They make you do the cough and cough. Hold on. What was more funnier? You can't put it in or that he was in jail. <laughs> now, now, now I'm thinking about like, what, you, what was you in jail for? What, no, no, what, you, what, what was you going down? Uh, and has this been part of your stand-up routine? <laughs> I, 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 I haven't put it in my stand-up. Is it I something should. you can really talk about? That no, I, I don't it care about it. No, I'll, I'll talk. It's not, I mean, it's really lame. I, uh, <laughs> no, it was marijuana <laughs> possession in college. Uh, <laughs> Man, I thought you were like, <laughs> yeah, jack no, some people no, up. Me? Spare some shit. Like you, it, like, so hey, like you rolled up on some people. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh no, yeah, me really? You, know, you feel the fraud? Was nothing like that. All right, yeah. He out there, Can we just shot a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling by other comedians <laughs> at the comedy <laughs> store. I'm like what? <laughs> no, it's just being a I dumb. Wasn't funny. Yeah, no, just being a dumb college kid. <laughs> but yeah. when you went in, though, I bet you got like a ton of. I mean. Tell oh, us. You I, must tell us now. I mean, I, I have it's very funny how much I inflicted. First of all, it wasn't just on one time. What, what? Oh, there was more than one time. Well, one, the first time it was for. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> if my mom is listening to this, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> we are sorry, Miss. But, <laughs> but no, it was uh, first Ms. time Finley, was for uh, fake ID in Arizona, which is like. Oh, is that where you from? 
No, no, I just went to school at ASU. Okay. I'm yeah, from yeah. New Jersey. Okay, Arizona State. Okay, but um, but yeah, the fake ID it's pretty big deal in Arizona because they, well, everybody uh, they have an immigration there, problem sure. there yes. or whatever. If if you think that, um, so they take it very seriously if right. you're making up identifications and then and that one was funny because i was like drinking at a buffalo wild wings <laughs> and was it worth it was it worth it oh it's never worth oh. it <laughs> it's never worth it you never but that one was was funny because i was drinking at buffalo wild wings i had like finished my beer it, it, the a gl- empty glass was just sitting in front of me for like hours like wow. i only had one beer right and uh and you didn't wipe down the glass arrested. Arrested. and these guys <laughs> came up to me in like beer trucker um outfits huh. And they were like, uh, hey, uh, is that your beer? And I was like, yeah, man, I just finished it. Because in my head, I was like, oh, these guys are from Budweiser. They're going to give me like a lifetime supply of beer right now. Because <laughs> they were in like Budweiser. Right. And then they were like, okay, can we see some identification? And I'm like, uh. You ain't the cops. I would have been yeah. walking. I was like, <laughs> I why? Walking. And then they flashed their badge and they were like state troopers. Oh, and they, wow. And they were like. And then I was like caught in a lie because I was like, oh, I don't have my ID. And they're like, you don't have your ID? And I was like, this isn't my beer. And they're like, you just said it was your beer. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Where am I? Who am I? I don't know. <laughs> so they, they pulled me out back. What happened was. Stay out of light, Carolyn. I'm not drunk. I'm high. I'm high. So, you know. It's fine. They pulled me out back and they breathalyzed me. I blew like a point. Like five, I was like fucked up. Right. On one beer? No, I was at a tailgate before. Uh, where I had like I had like fifteen beers that day. So. Okay, okay. And then and then they arrested me. And then before they're about to like arrest me, I the place I got my fake ID from gives you two. So I'm like hysterical crying. They already got my fake ID, one fake ID, and I'm like, guys, uh, look, um. I don't want to ever be tempted to do this again. So here's this other you did fake not. ID, like a magic trick. I pulled it out of my pocket and they were like, you have another one? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to ever do this again. I'm so sorry. And That's then hilarious. the second time. And they still arrested I, you. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, am I really threatening to society? But whatever. It's Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. 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 They, they quoted it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And then this, and the second time it was... Uh, I was having uh, like a, a couple friends over, and they were we were smoking pot, um, and and then and then the, the, there was a knock on the door, and I looked through the people, and it was like six cops in SWAT gear, hmm. and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I just like went back into the room where everyone was smoking pot, and I and I was like, "Hey guys, the cops are here." And I like went out to talk to the yeah, cops. So you lied. You should have said SWAT is here. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> they weren't like it was an actual SWAT, but they right. had, like they were like they had a little like they had armor on. It was like what are you doing? You're, this is like a college dorm. But I went out there and the cop was like, "Was this I, in Arizona too?" This is in Arizona. Damn, they be going hard. No, they're like awesome. it's like a fucked up state. Who's that guy? I mean, they it's dystopia. It's I mean, Ohio? at the time, I mean, at the Ohio time, was the damn guy. Remember yeah, that Sheriff guy? Joe. Sheriff, right, Sheriff right, Joe. Right, right. He's a fucking right. McCain was there. All that. Yeah, yeah. But at the time that this happened, marijuana was a felony if you were caught oh, with really? it. So, so this is how fucking dumb and naive I was. So the cop <laughs> looks me in the eye. He goes, "I smell pot," and I'm like, "Okay." And he says, "If you don't go in there into the apartment and get." the pot that I smell I'm gonna put you in a jail cell with crystal meth addicts and chronic masturbators wow and in my head I was like I would've been like do it yeah <laughs> but that's not how the law works he can't see. he was threatening to arrest me if I don't that's not the law doesn't work that way like I have to commit a crime for, right. for you to arrest right. me right but he like I didn't know shit and I was like okay I guess I gotta okay I don't want that to happen so I have to go get right. the so I go back inside I take the weed from my friends and they were like what's going on I'm like 
I'm like, the cops want the weed and um, I'm just going to go give it to them and just own up to it. And they were like, what do you, just flush it down the toilet and let's leave. <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? I'm like, exactly. no, 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 guys. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, you guys. And the, fr- and the friendships ended right there and <laughs> yeah. there. They flashed before the eyes. So I literally go out to the cop and I, it's like an embarrassing amount of weed. I, I have like literally like this much. Like, it's like nothing. I go out to the cop and I go. A and centella I, of a bud. Yeah, I really, it was like a scent. And I, I, I give it to the cop and I'm like, hey guys, sorry to make you come out tonight. Um, this is my weed and I really apologize have a great night and I turn around like I'm gonna go (laughs) on with my night and the cop shoves me up against like literally throws me up against the 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 door and immediately arrests me wow. and i'm like you guys said if i gave you the weed you wouldn't arrest me oh and you're so precious like, you're so precious they were like you're an idiot um <laughs> wow and uh, and then yeah and then i was and then i and then i was arrested yeah and put in jail wow. for night. but it was uh, i was like i pl- i replay that whole scenario in my head where it's like I totally did that to myself. <laughs> like I did not. But you know, live and learn. That's a learning experience, right? Oh my god! Don't talk to cops. I mean, <laughs> now you don't, don't drink. Don't hang out with yeah. Noah because Noah will give them everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the guns are in this house, yeah. and the weed is yeah. hidden in the basements, and there's money that's you know you know that's buried in that's buried this, in the backyard. This was, this was a movie like a simple plan. And there's like, a no dead body no. in this other car I, that's like two days away. Exactly. When I told my dad that when I. I told my dad that he was like you you said it was yours like he was so disappointed in his son like he was mad that i was in that situation but he was also like but you but you but they didn't even like find you with it like i literally that's funny. also my friends hearing that stoned like honesty is the best policy just like so high like what the fuck is this kid saying um ugh, yeah but it ha- at least it happened in college right I, I and i ended up getting expunged from my record and it was actually really eye-opening about how the legal system is so fucked up in this Mm -hmm. country and Mm -hmm. how if you can pay pay money to get things cleared you'll be fine and And that's but that's that's the truth you know i watch a lot of that prison stuff oh yeah what you find is the majority of people in there in there are in there because they can't bail out exactly that's the reason why they're in there and and it's like Twelve hundred bucks or fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. There's not even a lot of money. That's people in jail. People in prison are in prison because they pled to a to a smaller Correct. case because right. they couldn't afford an attorney. Right. Correct. Ninety-five percent of people in jail, something like that. You know, right. like they take the best you know, deal like, they think they're going to get. Right. The courtroom, just right. said, "Fuck it, I'm, I'll do some time." Right. Motherfucker, do no time ever. Yeah. <laughs> talk to police never. Yeah, never. don't ever. Talk. I know. I know from watching cop shows. Yeah. Even if you, hey, son, lawyer, lawyer. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was like I. Uh, what's your me. name? Lawyer's my name. Yeah. Motherfucker, get yeah. back. Yeah. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer, <laughs> cops. That's it. Uh, yeah, they think that they like the way this one cop was like. Don't worry, I'll give you a good write up. And I'm like, what are you, my teacher? What are you <laughs> talking about? Good write up. You don't care about me. I'm a college student. Yeah, I'm a college student. They don't care. You, oh my God. You never talk to them. Um, nope. Yeah. So what's what's on the horizon for you? What's yeah, what's, what's brewing? What's happening? Let's see. Um, okay, so. I'm trying to figure out day job wise, like what I want to do next. Right now, I'm I am a I'm working for this screenwriter part time, mm-hmm. and it's like a very flexible job. And we started working together. It's a very healthy relationship, so I li- I like doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just want to be I want to be continuing to make a video a week, 
and I have a movie that I'm going to take out. I, I just got a manager, which is cool. Nice. Um, and that's from stand-up. Mm-hmm. Like, she just saw me at a club and was... And then I think she, that, like... That was my question. I mean, yeah. just keep your thought. Yeah. Has, has anybody in Hollywood reached out to you since... The, specifically the assistant video you guys need to all watch that video by yeah. the way yeah yeah people have yeah I've gotten a, a bunch of meetings off okay. of it and stuff and like see I'm in this tell, let's, let's, put, let's tell people about the video right so I made this a video um, Liz with, uh, come on Liz Chris no, grab, come grab on, one of the seats over there Liz Apple just walked in y'all hi Liz hey. what's up I'm sorry uh, no, no, you're good I know you're, you're good, good. Yeah, good you're good that's my girl what's up sis how are you alright alright um, I made this video called Hollywood Assistant Masterclass and I, it was just like I was like riffing with one of my friends about like the do's and don'ts of being an right. assistant and he was like you should just do a masterclass and I was like that's funny that's right. clear I can write that and uh, and then yeah I posted it uh, in May and like people did people really liked it mm-hmm. and then I was like it just was like the first video I was like I like how this feels mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna keep making them but yeah I got right. some meetings off of it I may be I'm talking with a podcast company about doing a Hollywood assistant oh, really? sort of um, podcast of sorts. I used to do this uh, improv show called Improvage, where okay. I would bring Hollywood assistants on stage. They would tell horror stories, and then improv teams would <laughs> use those stories to, to act, improvise their sets off of. So I want to do. So I want to. I, I want to take some version of that, and, and I'm okay. going to try to make it into a podcast. Okay. Um, but um, but then yeah, I, I I have a movie that I gonna take out to producers Mm -hmm. that is about um the time my girlfriend and i we we took a romantic trip to paris and we stayed with uh (laughs) relatives of mine that i never met that spoke no english (laughs) that's already you already 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 got a setup (laughs) that that, like ruined our vacation um like i mean like they were trying to not ruin it like but they were just like so overbearing they didn't let it and we're like foodies like we were ready to go out and like eat right they they cooked every meal for us and there was like so much talk about the holocaust was it it good food though no it was like it wasn't even like french food how do you not have good food and talk about the holocaust at least at least you gotta like like, balance that out steadle food it was like heavy like (laughs) it was like bowls of like just like mud it was just like and shit and like in Paris, yeah. And it was like, you know, we were like going there. It was supposed to be like a romantic, sexy vacation. <laughs> and my like cousins are like in their 60s and mm. they like don't want to go out. And then one of my cousins, like she wa- she wanted to be our tour guide for the mm. whole trip. And like she has a bit of a, you know, a limp and <laughs> and like couldn't really. French Jewish fam, come yeah. on now. Yeah, and they like, and they, we had to walk around the city so slow. So it was just like, <laughs> oh my God, we're never going to see anything. <laughs> And it's like it's one of the the movie is like it's a bit of like meet the parents where it's right. like one of those situations where you're like which I like writing where it's like I need to stand up for myself right now mm-hmm. but like this person I know loves me right. so it's hard to stand up to someone who like thinks that they're doing their my best hus- for my you. husband has that issue <laughs> yeah, I have I that issue with my family my uh, girlfriend's always like just tell him no and I'm like but they're it's my brother I know <laughs> my, it's like uh, he's just like that you yeah. know yeah. Yeah. so that's like that kind guilt. of kind of the movie and then I don't know I'm, I'm just um, this screener I'm working for he read something and he wants to this is why I like this job and why why I want to if I'm going to do an assistant job I want it to be something where that person 
it, yes, I'll do all the assistant stuff for right. you, but you also want to champion me. Right. You want to help and you, you want to yeah. do what you can do. Right. I'm, I have no ego about like, I'll get your dry cleaning. I'll get mm-hmm. your coffee. I don't care. I'll do whatever I have to do. <laughs> I'm not above any of that. But it's nice when like that. So this guy read something and he was like, okay, like you can write. Like I'm going to, I want to supervise something you write. And I was like, nice. what? Are you serious? Wow. Nice. Are you, I wow. was, he was like, yeah. So. That's what that's happening, and now him and I, in the middle of me like getting his lunch, him and I. Are like, <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm like, I don't, I, I, you're, I appreciate you're right. giving me a way to like pay my bills. They should, right. be, they should be mentoring you at the same time. Right. Now, I good. like this guy because he's right. very like, he's um. He, he was like, there's no reason if you're going to work for me, you should be writing. Like I want to, I want my, I would love a production company where besides the stuff I'm writing, all the other work are people who have worked for me mm. or who have been my assistant. Cause it's like it, it, no assistant. There's like probably 1% of assistants in like Hollywood that like just want to be an assistant. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. Like no yeah. one. It's like, <clears throat> hi Liz. Right. See, <laughs> it's like, what, what, do you, what do you think I'm here for? <laughs> like, I'm not. I don't want to just like get your lunch forever, right, you know. Right. And I'll do it. I'll have no ego about it. But like, can we, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna start working on that, and I'm really trying to push the videos just because it feels good to me. It mm-hmm. feel yeah. it's like the first time where I'm like, this feels right. Like this feels. But the, I mean, see, the thing about doing the videos, this is the thing about the videos from ones that I've seen. It's like you do them because. That's your creative outlet. Yeah. And the thing about stand up and that type of that type of comedy is that it's immediate. Yeah. And it's not, you know, like you get to write a movie, you know, have a six, nine months longer, whatever how you trying to I mean, like it gets old for me for writing comedy oh like, yeah how many times have I seen this joke I mean yeah I gotta skip over it and then, and then, and then you wanna revise the joke cause you've seen it a bunch of times it's, not, not, it's not necessarily that it's not funny anymore right. it's, that, it's that you know the, stated the, the, the 40, no but the 40th time that you read a joke it, it, I don't care what the fuck it is it's not funny yeah and, yeah you know, but it can be funny to everyone else right. but that's the, the the trip about doing that so to me it's like look I mean like like it sounds like you're in a great place and what you're doing you're trying to maximize the efforts and people do want to help you I mean I think that's where there's always this kind of like interesting um, uh, uh, balance you gotta do about like you know like who like who's gonna help you and why and what's the trade off right. Right? Right. right and and you have to balance that in a way that feels right for you yeah you know? mm-hmm. and it's different for everybody what that is yeah you know? because maybe some people need you know like are not confident enough in their writing yet that they right. need this position and they want to be around someone who will give them that feedback right you know but what you're doing I mean look if, if, if you're going out to like the laugh factory and the comedy store and like getting up on stage and that and at that, that 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 later spot yeah that's like fucking hard because most people are tired of, it's people not just tired but they've laughed themselves out oh right? yeah so, so yeah. they don't want to I mean, they might find you funny but they might not but, but, sure. but, but they can't laugh anymore right? yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so you, it's tough yeah it's tough. I mean you can't I've learned like it's this weird thing where you do stand up for a long enough and you're like I mean even people have been doing it like much longer than me it's like you don't even like getting laughs it doesn't even matter cause you're like like you said it's like you could be performing at the end of the show you're not gonna have the same response that the guy who or the girl who went first right. had like they're tired you know <laughs> um, but yeah I think uh, I think for my first five years out here it was like after the first three I was I got a manager and I was like how come nobody wants to make any of the things I'm like going into these generals pitching? Right. And it's like, why would they? Like, what have I done it's, for anybody to want to make my shit? It's not even that. No, it's, it's not even that. It's not even, it's not even that. that. It's, it's what I say all the yeah. time. Yeah. No one wants to make your shit. You have no, to make your no, shit. No, no, no. Yeah. No one wants to make your no. shit. 
What it is is you have to find someone who wants to do what you're doing and doesn't know and is like, oh, you know, what? I'm looking to do this, and you go, hey, I got that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Even, can, even, and I'll take it even a step. Yeah, further. please. So you go on a meeting, you go mm-hmm. on a general, right? I'm. I would love your advice <clears throat> on generals. Perfect, perfect example. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably have five of them a week. Yeah, okay. Perfect example. So you go on a general, you meet with a producer. And before you go, you're your major agent or whoever is like, oh, I sent this script. Yeah. Right. You're like, okay, they read my blah, 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 blah. You show up, you meet with them, you have a great meeting. Well, during the meeting, at some point, they say, here are the things we're doing. Right. Right. Yeah. Or here are the things we're looking to. I always ask them, what do you guys really want to do? Yeah. You know, what's your passion project? What are you trying to do? Because sometimes they skip that. Yeah. They just tell you what's on the chart right what's now. What's on the slate. Right. Yeah. What's in there now. So I'm yeah. like, what else do you have? And they go, well, we've been really dying to do this thing about, you know, Whatever the fuck, right? This horror film based on whatever. And I go, oh, remember I told you this little thing about myself at the beginning about how I grew up in this particular type of thing? You wouldn't even know it, but I used to have these nightmares about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Connecting you, it. Yeah. Then they go, oh, that's it. They're yeah. not there to, 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 to buy the script that you, that you sent in as your sample. Yeah. They give a fuck about that. They don't care. That was oh, just like, yeah. 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 It's the thing I say all the time, too. If they were. If the people wanted to buy your script, it would have been bought. They it would have been bought on your agent. Yeah, exactly. they're, they're not bringing you in for a meeting. They're yeah, calling up your attorney. Hey, yes. motherfucker, we would buy this. What's the, here's here's the deal. Here's the yeah. offer. They just you just you get know. an offer, and the deal just comes in. There's no we need to meet them tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You get a deal. That's like, well, been what's a, this for? Yeah, <laughs> you know that's been I mean? a huge mm, learning lesson. Exactly. My mm. last year and do, starting to do generals of being like. I'm just like, are we, what's happening here? Why are we, what are we talking about? Are we like, we're like, it's just like, I'm like, what am I supposed to be telling you? Like, and, um, but yeah, it is that thing of like, if they liked that sample, like it would have been bought. They would have called your agent. They would have done it. It doesn't matter. Take the pressure off of yourself. Yeah. People don't want to, people will only do your stuff for something they're interested in. And the things you don't know that, until you start talking to them. Yeah. Like last Friday, I had a meeting, huge mm-hmm. producer, <clears throat> huge. And I was talking to him about something, you know, I was, you know, talk about a show, what's he going to do? And I wanted his advice about stuff, blah, blah. He's asking about something that I was doing. And I said, oh, I wrote this feature. It was this was on top of the meeting. We just talk, I was talking about it. He's like, okay, that's cool. And then he came back to it twice in the meeting, was asking about that. Like, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. About that. And, my, and, and then when I told him what the title he's, he's like, okay, and what's the title of this? I told him what the title is, and he was like, oh, it's from this. And I was like, you're the first person who hmm. who, who, who fucking knew that. What, that's the reason why I knew the title. Got it. And, and I was like, that told me that it was like, you have a passion for this material already. Like, yeah. I even came in. It's just, and now you're, you're like, oh, someone has something mm-hmm. already written that I'm super excited about. This yeah. That I never had time to write. Right. That's the stuff you know? that's going to that, get that's, made. That's what, and, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah because, because, because that's how they'll like stop what they're doing and go, I want to do this because I've wanted to do this for a long time and, I, and, I've, and I've never had just to do it. Right. Well, it's like, I think of it like, I don't know if you guys have this, this is like a very like Jewish family thing where like, <laughs> of course, people will call me, I'll help, yeah, you guys got this, but like, people will call me up, like family members and be like, Noah, do you remember? 
they'll be like, what if you did it? Like my dad would be like, oh, you should do a joke about like, I went to CVS and like, I forgot my credit card. And I'm like, what What do you mean? He's like, yeah, that'd be a good joke. And I'm like, what's yeah, the no joke? And he's yeah, like, I line? left the credit card in the car. That's the joke. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but just like, it's that same sort of thing of like, there's no premise. Okay, it's no, no, no setup. Up. But, I, but he, if he was right. going to, he would tell that joke. Like, what my point is, is like, I, you can only like, as a writer, you're only going to like write the things that you're like excited about. And as mm-hmm. an executive, you're only going to want to attach yourself to the things that you're like, have already been thinking or excited exactly. about or like pumped about. It's like, exactly. I can only tell a joke, no matter how funny your story is, mom. Like, <laughs> I can't, she'll always be like, why don't you tell that as a joke? And I'm no, like, because it's, it's not it's me, it's, it's not, you. It's you know? I, I know I know this story because yeah. for the longest time, my uncle and my dad, Let's wrap this up and, and my dad still does this. <laughs> He'll just he'll just send me articles from the paper. Right, this will make oh, a great yeah. movie. This will make a great movie. This yeah. a great movie. I'm I'm like, I ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got shit to exactly. Do with me. Exactly. Just, Thanks, like, Dad. Like, 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 what do you want to do with that? Right. It's right. interesting, but it's right. not. It's not a movie. Right. You know. So don't tell me. I gotta, it's just a lot. It's right. A lot. Right. I just right. see we could talk about this shit all day. Yeah. Thank you, Noah. That was yeah. awesome, dude. Thanks Thank you for, for coming through. Me. Thank this you for coming through. This was fun. So I'm sure people could follow. Where, where can they follow you on Instagram or um, Twitter or whatever? Noah built the arc on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, NoahFinlandComedy.com. I'm around. I'm doing stand up all around LA and trying to do a lot of videos. So yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter for sure. He's got some awesome videos, you guys. So please go out there and support him. Follow him. Noah built the arc. Noah built the arc. Oh, also, can I plug my please podcast? Do it. Yes. Do it. So I do a podcast called Dead Pilot Society. Yep. And we take TV pilots That's that were funny. sold and Dead never pilots. produced, and we yes. do a table read of them um, with like great actors. What? And we do A list writers, what? and we have a show coming up at the Westside Comedy Theater on February 29th at 5 p.m. We're doing a script from Allison Bennett, who wrote on You're the Worst, <clears> and we're doing a script from Sally Bradford McKenna. And then we have a show at the Improv uh, March 21st, and we're also doing the WGA festival on may 9th and we got some really great scripts and that that, so that's at dead pilots pod on instagram yeah. and twitter awesome um, cool. yeah awesome that is Good. really cool where you at chris derrick uh, <clears throat> unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome, Lisa Lisa Boat Color Bella. Lisa Lisa Coat <laughs> Jam. Who, who that is? <laughs> hey, I'm on. Uh, what fresh hell is this? Hey, and happy birthday to my boy Sam. Oh, Sam Miller. Miller. His, right, birthday, his birthday was yesterday, yeah, so happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Sam. And uh, yeah, and then um, I'm also notoriously out there lurking on my three other burner accounts that I will never reveal. <laughs> three other. I have burner three. Accounts. I have three. Episode. I knew of one. You got too much time. Too too many. No, too I much three. time. One's on the, the, damn the romance writer one. Mm-hmm. The other one's my. The collard greens, <laughs> black eyed peas, <laughs> and cornbread avatar. If you can find out who it is, you'll find me. And then I have my other one, just like a fun. That's like, your black, black that's one. That's my other, yeah. That's the one that's like, I wish black, you would. Black. <laughs> that's the black and black, black. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. They're just, they're just for a different interest, and it helps right. clear up my timelines. Because there's like a lot of stuff oh, that yeah. I'm interested you in. Yeah, you don't want all this other stuff. Awesome. So. But you started <laughs> following me on my other one. It's like, oh, and there's told Chris. Me. You told me. I told you what it is, but I didn't say. For you really to follow me, because I'm like it's all romance Nazi subconscious stuff. and shit. But I'm curious about all the things, so I just like you know. All right, you know, you know, Chris and Freaky D. I like know, but stuff, it's like you know, you know <laughs> most of that stuff is like the RWA stuff and all the craziness that's been going on. Exactly. So, now anyway. Noah want to know what it is, so he's trying to get up and I can't yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it is, so but yeah, I, I mean, you told me I was in. Yeah, but, you know. And I am your host, Hilliard Gasser. You guys can follow the show at Screenwriters RR. I'm jumping all over the place. 
You can follow me at Hilliard Guest. Yes. <laughs> you can follow the show. Screenwriters are, are on Twitter. I say Twitter like I'm cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can uh, um, follow uh, any questions. Screenwriters are... Jesus. I'm off today. Screenwriters <laughs> Rant Room at gmail.com. It's Liz over there. She's carrying a brother, you know. <laughs> I got the board in here from the Writers Guild. You know, they're going to be watching over us and slapping us. Oh, and no. shit. Okay, we got to get know. our best behavior. <laughs> Where does Stone Troopers at? Exactly. You know, she got them out there. I okay. see them. Okay. I saw John Augustin out there, you know, just security, <laughs> security, excuse me. You, one and two. Y'all got to go. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, where else can they follow us, Chris? Oh, go to the website, ScreenwritersRR.com, <coughs> where you can support the show through our Patreon link, where you can support the show directly on on, um, on Anchor.com. Look us up on Anchor.com. Yep. You can support us directly. That's like cheaper. And you get t-shirts on the website, again, ScreenwritersRR.com. Two people bought t-shirts yesterday. Awesome. So, that's, so people should buy them. Um, they're cheaper now, too. So do that. There's, you know, the mugs aren't up, but the, but there are coffee mugs to be bought soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Awesome. That's, that's what's up. Um, and we're everywhere out there. Anchor, like you said, fucking Stitcher, fucking Spotify. Spotify's cousin. All the stuff. Everywhere. <laughs> shit. Anyway, so um, a lot of shit going on. Um Wednesday, there was it Tuesday night. I'm gonna be moderating the panel with Tash. We're gonna co-moderate for the new in the NAACP Image Awards. Um, the uh, the winners and the nominees. We is do it every Tuesday? year. The fuck, it's Tuesday. This week is fucking. Already what you got going on? Until you ain't got no job. No, no, I got like. Oh, this, you ain't doing I nothing. I think this is the thing I got to do that con thing, the diversity in con, because oh. the movie might go to con. Right. So maybe that's Wednesday. I think it's. T- I don't know. A lot mm. of, right. This is a crazy week. Yeah, it's. it's it's I'm ridiculous. Not gonna be able to eat I don't think like it's on week. Tuesday. Because this our thing is on Tuesday and we're in the NPR. So maybe it's that's where I, she I usually does it. I, I don't know. But anyway. This week's all this week. Um, this week, cool. no dinner for me. Well we got all right. Well, um everybody joined with me for 2020. So y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what? Everybody in the house. We got a bunch of listeners listening. <laughs> a bunch of guests. <laughs> we keep it what, y'all? 2020. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Ciao. Mama say what I feel, and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red So you want to be a writer, well you gotta be a writer Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no kata Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hillier He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.